0: Thank you for joining us at the Roundtable, brought to you by Community Education Arts, a nonprofit organization based in Noblesville, Indiana. I'm Alice Cavanaugh-Scober, President of CE Arts, and I'm Sarah E. Morin, Secretary of CE Arts. Let's sit down at the, the Roundtable. Table.
1: Welcome back as we continue our interview with writer and artist, Alice Gavinis gober
0: um, So I would love to chat a little bit about this fascinating time we live in as writers, yeah. where we can opt to send our work into a traditional publishing company. Yeah. But we can also choose to self-publish. We're very lucky in that. Which mm-hmm. route do you prefer and why?
1: Well, I mean, I prefer self publishing for the main reason that I have no idea how to get a, a, a traditional publisher. <laughs> I wouldn't know how to do that to save my life for a book, anyway. I mean, I've submitted poetry to. Um, Uh, publications to uh, contests and things like that, and I I actually have um, a poem published in uh, an anthology that that was created in Ireland, and uh, there's a copy of that book in trinity college library i mean i have i have a poem in a book in trinity college library so i mean i i i know there are traditional ways to do it i don't know how to do a, i i've just never been savvy about oh how do i reach a publisher for a poetry book plus i think we we were raised I'm, I'm like i said i'm gonna be 58 next next month and i think we were I, my generation at least was raised to think that poetry is a hard sell it's hard to get published it's hard to get a book of poetry published and i started myself publishing um again just so that my family would have a copy of my poems and you know when you do that they can be those books can be available to the world so why not have them available to the world that's kind of how i got into self-publishing and and so it's an easy way and it's relatively inexpensive to self-publish depending on who you go with um and so i try to have you know five to ten copies of of a current publication, whatever my current publication is, on hand to either give to friends or sell if I'm somewhere where a book sale could possibly happen, you know. But um, it's also, in COVID-19, it makes perfect sense, and, and even without COVID-19, if you think about it, because if you have, if you've self-published and you have a link, and someone can just go on the link, buy the book, and it gets delivered right to them. I mean, easy peasy. I mean, it's as painless as possible, and then I get a few bucks or a few pennies every time someone buys a book. Yay. You know, so, um, so that's, that's my preference also because I will be honest and say, these are, you know, like my title, my title poem suggests, these are my innermost thoughts and experiences and, and being the only one in charge of them Mm -hmm. to put them together in the format I want, with the images I want, laid out the way I want. You know, I I hesitate to use the word control because it's not about control. It's about, it's about, it's like, you know, growing a baby and then giving birth to it. You know, it's you, you're the only one doing that. Nobody else is doing that. And so this is kind of like self-publishing is my way of, of producing, if you will, this content that's me. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? I'm not sure. It if does. It does. Yeah. Now the difference is when you have a baby that goes out in the world and becomes its own person, obviously, you know, which is great. And in some way that's the same thing. I've produced this this volume of poetry of 404 days of covid-19 whatever or you know volume 1 volume 2 volume 3 volume 4 i'm working on volume 5 you know i these are me but once they're out there once they're published they become whatever they become for whoever reads them buys them sees them right mm-hmm. so it is a very similar thing in a way it but it's it's up until production it's all me and and i feel like that works for me really well because I, I sometimes very shy about my poetry. I'm very shy to share it sometimes because it is so personal. I mean, the mm-hmm. first couple volumes of this, had, of this series had a lot to do with, you know, getting, coming out of a bad marriage and violent situations and, and, you know, processing all that. That was very hard to, first of all, even write those poems, let alone let them go out there. You know, so, um, and and health problems are personal, even though I'm not, I try not to be shy about talking about those because I think, especially for hidden disabilities like I have, it's very important to talk about them and raise awareness for them. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, they're very personal, you know, it's my life, it's my diseases, it's, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, there's an ownership there that's hard to kind of unclench from, you know, I don't know that makes sense
0: <laughs> sure no no it does i mean uh i've long talked about how the the beauty of self-publication and i've, d- I've done both for different mm-hmm. projects mm-hmm. is the creative control and though you hesitate from the word creative control uh, and i love the way that you described that uh, that is a very valuable thing wow. you know to be able to say this is the clarity of my vision that mm-hmm. i'm getting across
1: right and i think for someone like me who does visual arts and writing even if I know a lot of poets, for example, who don't do any kind of visual artwork, really. And so they are, they may self publish or whatever, but with the help of someone else, else putting that book together, you know, and that's, that's, they're giving that person control over the cover. I mean, of course they have approval and they say, I like that cover. I don't like that cover whatever, but it's not their own artwork, for example, Mm -hmm. maybe. And for me, once i decided with i think book two or whatever uh to to actually go with color uh, you know the, the 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 lulu the the public the printing company i work with that i upload my files to um i was able to figure out how to do color inside the book as well as outside the book cover and interior and once i started doing that which would bring my my paintings and my photography more with realism for how how i painted them how i created them um you know having that that like you said that creative control over how it looks is part of how it feels for me and so that was very important for me as a visual artist slash writer to be able to make these books look and feel like i wanted them to so i i'll probably still uh, you know keep doing self-publishing because again i don't know how to i don't know how to find a publisher for a book of poetry that's traditional (laughs) traditional publisher maybe they'll find me i don't know (laughs) hello I'm here, you know. <laughs> send send me a big advance for volume five. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we all
0: dream of. <laughs>
1: and 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 honestly, you know, I know that people do publish poetry that way, and they're very famous poets that are, you know, currently in the world and all that. But I mean, let's face it, for most of us, that's not going to happen. It is a dream, and so I figure, why well, don't I as well make my own dream come true? I'm not right. going to sit around and wait for it to happen. I'm just going to publish my stuff, and it's out there, and I've got a few right. copies to sell and give away and and that that's good it's it's good so right right. i I always try to highly recommend to other uh artists and writers to try it because until Uh you try it you don't know it
0: may not be right Right. for you but it may and at the time that we both kind of started into this writing process Mm -hmm. i mean that's where you know there used to be kind of a stigma against Mm self-publication and I don't think that exists much anymore. less of a stigma yeah. yeah
1: I mean I think everybody recognizes that if a traditional publisher selects you to be to publish your book whether it's you know a fiction a biography a memoir poetry whatever I mean that's huge that's amazing congratulations it's incredible but I don't think that anybody looks down on self-published work the way you're right the way that people used to even mm-hmm. 20 years ago you know it's just that the world is so digital and it's so global that you know everything's changed everything's mm-hmm. changed
0: yeah we are in a, a time of creators yeah, and
1: music musicians do that too it's not mm-hmm. just writers and artists I mean mus- you know, artists used to have to try to find a gallery to to you know show their work well now they just put it online mm-hmm. and musicians are producing their own you know cds or uploads or downloads or whatever you call them i mean mp3s mp4s they just do they just do their the home recording is Mm -hmm. is a thing you know so uh, right yeah the world has changed and and i think um, we all have to be fearless in trying these new opportunities of getting our work out there and Mm -hmm. like i said some will work for you and some won't but Mm -hmm. until you try you don't know (laughs) that's right Coming up, the next part of our interview with artist and writer Alice kavanis This has been At
0: the Roundtable with Alice and Sarah E. of Community Education Arts. Our nonprofit organization is based in Noblesville, Indiana. You can find us online at cearts.org. We'd like to thank James Weston for writing our intro music and for his technical savvy. Join us next time At, at the Roundtable. Round